I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sine, mm -hmm. would you like to know a fun fact about me? I sure would. I've never used an Uber. Cool. Is that, is it? The guy in the movie is an Uber driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't relate. It's relevant then. Can't relate. Mm. I've seen an Uber once. <laughs> but I didn't get inside of it. How did you know it was an Uber? Because it was in a car. It was called with somebody else I was with. Oh, okay. I'll never know. <laughs> Hello there. This is I Only Like You. Welcome to the podcast. Nice. I'm just trying to change the up bit at the beginning. Yeah, it makes them feel at home. Yeah. My name's Lonnie. This is Sine. Hello. I was just going to say, why don't more podcasts welcome you to listen in? Well, that they do, but I think it's more like, hello, welcome to the podcast. They just try and get over and done with, you know? Yeah, maybe we I'm just trying to welcome. bring in. Thanks for joining us for our chat. I feel like I'm on talkback radio. Yeah, it's like late night requests. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be awesome at that, wouldn't I? It's like... Welcome to the love line. <laughs> this is Lonnie. The boyfriend and girlfriend, by the way, and this is our movie review podcast. Thank you for listening. This week we've seen The Big Sick, which, despite its awful title, is a really good film. Yeah. The film stars Kamal Manjiniani, and it's written by him and his wife. Kind of semi-autobiographical about their relationship. Also stars Zoe Kazan. You quite like her, don't you, just think? I do. Lacturian, um, Ruby Sparks. Yep, that one. she wrote that. So very creative and mm. creative family. Ray Romano's in there. Holly Hunter. Great. Yes, it is definitely Holly <laughs> Hunter in this film. You got confused, didn't you? Right. Full disclosure. I thought we were going to see a different film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You thought we were in a totally different film altogether. So <laughs> there was a trailer that we saw for a film. And it involved a Muslim guy. In Australia. Yeah, pretending he got into medical school or something. And that's the big sick medical school. I'm yeah. all in it. Yeah. And I kept well. waiting for the moment when he was going <laughs> to. It's like, oh, it's funny. He's talking about law. I thought he was, <laughs> thought it was going to be the medical thing he was doing. Were you surprised at. it was set in Chicago as well? Well, you've forgotten that the I'd first forgotten one I said in Australia. Okay. Honestly, I didn't know what we were, what I was watching. Well, but it was great. Surprisingly, good film, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> very surprising. Very surprising. So they're in a relationship and things are going okay-ish, and then she falls very sick, and then he has to deal with her family and and her while she's sick. Is the basic bare bones of the plot. And when you say it like that, it doesn't sound like the most interesting thing in the world. Like a struggling stand-up comedian as well, Uber driver on the side. But I think it's just so charming, the film. It's very, very lovely. I think, like, I don't know about you, I had a smile on my face most of the time. Yeah, I film. loved it. And it hit the emotional bits as well as the romantic and comedic elements. 
feel like some of the stuff we've seen before, especially because we've just watched Master of None, which mm, covers a mm-hmm. lot of the um, the same ground in terms of having migrant family, migrant family yeah. in America. Mm-hmm. But, it is quite know, similar, but I... Okay, it's done well, so it's, it's fine. Lots of films have got similar subject matters. Well, you could make the argument that any romantic comedy from the late 90s to early 2000s are literally just about a white man white woman falling in love. So at least this is a different, you know... It's like the second immigrant story we've heard hmm. rather than the 20,000th. Oh, yeah, but it's fine, though. It's nothing wrong with that. Cool. It does have a really unfortunate title. I feel like the title doesn't really do it justice. But then I don't know what the title could have been. Anything else <laughs> would have been fine. <laughs> Literally anything. Well, you don't want to reveal, like, what the sickness is, I guess, though. It's in the trailer, though. Was she... it? No, the, the fact that she becomes sick is in the trailer. Oh. I never saw I the trailer. Like, I'm sure we saw the no, trailer we together. Didn't. Well, this is what <laughs> I Who did I watch it with then? <laughs> We're not analysing the movie. We're just talking shit so far. <laughs> it's your fault, not mine. Right, I'm going to analyse the movie now. Okay. I thought it was lovely. And it reminded me a lot of 500 Days of Summer. And Table 19 that we reviewed either earlier mm. this year or late last year. This year, yeah. Where it kind of is, like, it has the structure of something we've seen before, but it doesn't go for, like, the easy laugh or the quick solution or the, it doesn't gloss over stuff. It's got really quirky, interesting moments that are really unique. And there were things that it did, like, it was just interesting having him as a stand-up comedian because apart from Master of None kind of thing or Seinfeld, there's not really – that's not in popular stuff. Like you've seen struggling actors before, struggling musicians. It was mm-hmm. cool to see a different side of that. I also thought the casting was really great. A lot of the friends and people external to the storyline, even in the main um, storyline, are different ethnicities, different body types, not conventionally attractive, you know, A-grade actors – which I think it really helped add to the realism and I thought it was a really well-rounded film. Like, it felt really cohesive. Well, it felt like real people. Exactly, exactly. I loved the movie, but two bits in particular that I really loved. I liked the use of music when he's in the car and you think it's just a soundtrack to the film playing and then he turns the key over and it actually is on the radio. Mm -hmm. I love things like that where it's just... The fact that someone sat down and thought about how we could do something a bit differently, just thought about it for five minutes and then come up with really cool ideas. And there's a few examples of that in the film. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I really loved is that when you, it kind of like when you think it's going to dip into cliched territory, it sort of pulls up just before it gets there. So when she comes back from her big sick. <laughs> is big sick a term? Like they're trying to make it a thing, but it's not actually... It's not really a thing, No is one's it? like, I had the big sick last weekend. <laughs> should have been called Girlfriend in a Coma. It should not have been called Girlfriend in Coma. Girlfriend in a Coma is a song. Could have been oh. a reference to that. Right. Take that one, Hollywood. <laughs> anyway, when she comes to, you immediately think, oh, he's going to come back and she's going to fall in love with him because he's been through there. And they kind of hint at that and then they dip... They pull up and they're like, no, we're not going to do that. And they, you know, don't 
figure things out straight away and it's not all solved immediately and I don't know it was just really cool the dialogue was fantastic it was so natural so realistic for every character especially her parents Holly mm-hmm. Hunter and Ray Romano every scene that they're in with Kumal is just so interesting to watch and really intelligent and commentary on different social things and it's just really interesting to watch I just thought it was really really cool I love the dialogue in the film I'm so surprised that Ray Romano was such a great actor incredible looking back on everybody else Raymond that's it was fine it was a sitcom and he probably was playing a very close closely to himself you know Mm -hmm. this one he honestly I didn't feel like he was acting and same with Holly Hunter thought you were seeing real people up there yeah, they, behaving in real situations and yeah, none of it felt like they were performing. No, more. none of it did. None of it did. Even the, the funny moments, it doesn't feel like one-two joke, one-two joke. It's really natural comedy that comes yeah. out of circumstances and things that are said and misunderstood. And well, the funniest bit was when Ray Amano was trying to give Kamal life advice yes. and just it didn't happen. Yeah. And, like, obviously in a movie the character – can bestow wisdom That's even it. if no matter what they are yeah. or who they are. And this one, he tries to and is like, no, I'm just a yeah. was like a, a small town teacher. He just didn't know yeah. what he was talking about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they not they acknowledge that and that's why it made, felt so real. And it was actually more I think that was more impactful than it would have been if he did have the you know, the wise words. I agree, yeah. It's funny because I think we're coming to a point in cinema where we've seen it all happen very conventionally. Mm-hmm. So we want to we're embracing things more that break out of the mold and do things a bit mm. differently because now we're expecting things to go a certain way. So then when they don't, it's refreshing. And then what will eventually happen, I guess, because everything's cyclical, is that it'll come back in and people will be conventional again. Yeah, that's how, that's how genres work. There's like the classical and there's the revisionist stage and then yep. it loops back to the classical yeah. stage. Yeah. So this is definitely the revision stage where it's, mm-hmm. you know, unique and quirky and playing with the genre and playing with expectations. Um, which I just think is really intelligent and really interesting to watch, especially when it's commenting on an immigrant and his family and the struggles that he mm. has with his family and cultural differences. Yeah, that's not, that's not something I can relate to no. firsthand, but it's interesting to see it on screen. Mm. And that's on one way that somebody who isn't from that background can relate to it by seeing a story play out you know, in, in a film. That is the best way to get into somebody else's life. That's it. That's why it's so important that they have, we have different voices and different stories on screen. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> I think the fact that it did that, though, and was also a good film, mm. I think is something to be commended. Because yeah, it wasn't like it was trying to no, tick all these societal boxes, that's what, PC boxes. Yeah, I just wanted to, yeah. It's not like they're like, okay, cool, we've done a story about an immigrant, that kind of thing. Yeah, it was not just at all. incidental to the story in lots of ways. Exactly, exactly. But then it also fed it in other ways and it was, I don't know, it was just mm-hmm. a different take on it and really interesting. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's one piece of direction that I hated in the film. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to mention it because it is my pet peeve in films where two actors are having a conversation and one actor circles the other while they're talking. People do not talk like that in real life. Have you ever circled me while you were talking? I do it every day, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm a circler. Guilty. I'm just saying. It's a technique that's obviously taken from theatre acting and from that kind of thing where mm. you're trying to make it dynamic in the sort of tableau of what you're seeing on stage. But it looks so awful and forced on film, mm. especially when it's an uncut um, shot. So it's just her circling him and then coming back. And I just, oh, I've got to admit, I went, this is bullshit, and tuned out for five minutes while that was happening, and then I tuned back in. I can't help it. Everyone has those things that they just can't yeah. handle when it happens. I'm not saying you shouldn't have. It's you're just funny. You're laughing, though. Yeah, because you're funny, not because you're wrong. <laughs> anyway, but that's a very nitpicky thing to say. Apart from that, I didn't really have an issue with the film at all. There was the weird moment where she needed to do a poo, which was a bit weird, and I'm not really sure how that got resolved, but I'm willing to look past both of those things because it was such a great film. Well, one thing I would like about it is that his family are being so mean to him. Why would he bother staying with them? I know he loves his family and stuff like that, but you get to a certain point where they're being so awful. You're like, yeah, I've, I've got another family. Wouldn't he say that? Like, I've got other people. Yeah. I feel like they sort of made the choice that if they're not going to be they didn't like approve of the new girlfriend or whatever, that he just wouldn't even bother. I agree with you totally, but I think two things there. One thing is I think it's a cultural thing. Some cultures are much closer to their families than Australians are um, and live with all their family and have dinner with them all night every week and whatever. And the other thing I'd say is how would you feel if your family was doing that? Would you just be like, okay, fuck you, see you later. I've got my new girlfriend's family to be with. No, I totally get that, and that's his struggle because he's got to choose between them and whatever. But yeah. it got to the point where they were being so awful. I was like, why is he even bother trying to please these people who I get are being saying. so mean? I get what you're saying, yeah. As I said, I was just playing devil's advocate. I think it's easier to say, oh, yeah, he should just leave his family because they're being awful, but you can't actually. I know. It's not it's just easy to say, oh, just leave them, but I didn't think there was much incentive for him to stay because they were being so awful. Yeah. Because they were already being mean to him. Wasn't like they're yeah, all happy and yeah. lovely, and then and then they got all mean of a sudden then... he was like, "But they're being so nice to me. No, they're being mean to you the whole time, mate." So. Maybe they could have been put something in there that encouraged him to go back, or that he had more of a reason to, or that he. Yeah, maybe it would have been I like, you know, just spitball on top of my head here. 
if his family had been supportive of him in the comedy and they were going to give him money to his dream towards it and he mm. would, really would have had to make that choice. It just seemed like he's a good choice between a, a lovely girlfriend and a, an exciting career doing something he loves in the comedy yeah. or being stuck with these people who aren't really nice to him and just just trying to force these women onto him in prearranged marriages, which he didn't like and he wasn't getting much out of it. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I so, see what you're coming from. Yeah. But, yeah, it worked for the story and he was just so, so charming. He could, yeah. he could say or do anything. Yeah. You know, and you, you onboarded him. He's the same as, as is in that way. And I don't want to compare them just because they're both. Just because they're both recent. You know, recent immigrant people, stories, immigrant that, stories that we have come but, up. But. But they have similar stage or screen personalities that come out. Just really sort of, I don't know, they just both shine and, and really have this like cheekiness and this joy to them. Well, that... you say that. One of the jokes that Kamal says in the movie could have been from Master of None where he's having um, lunch with his brother and the family next to them get upset and he's like, oh, no, we hate terrorists too. Yes. That could have been something yeah. as he says. So. Yeah. I, there were a few moments like that. I was hysterical throughout most of those things. No one in the cinema were laughing, but yeah, we got we got the Sunday afternoon crowd. We maybe. did. <laughs> they were a bit laid back, <laughs> but um, there were really funny like one-liners like that, yeah. which I don't know. It was just interesting to see, and and it's funny too because it played on cultural stereotypes a little bit. Mm. Like her family, her parents especially thought he would be a certain way especially when Ray Romano goes, tell me your stance on 9-11, you know. Yeah, and then when so he funny. goes to joke and says, oh, we lost some of our best guys yeah. there, which was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny because the, the joke got subverted. Yes, it got subverted. Times. It wasn't offensive or anything. It was, that it, yeah, and then it was a different way. It was that, like, clashing and they couldn't quite understand each other and they couldn't quite get each other and he was just mm. trying to be funny and then the other one thought he was being serious and you're like, oh, no, But then they were both fine. joking in the end. Yeah, yeah, but it's that, it's that, awkward sort of realistic stuff that happens in life like mm-hmm. the convers- none of the conversations in this film go how you think they're going to go mm. or i'd argue how either of the characters entering into them think that they're going to mm. go because they're dealing with such you know different perspectives and a big complex stressful event and yeah, all this stuff it's just a crazy scenario that it's turned up to 11 because yes of the fact like if we'd just been together a few months and then you were sick and I'd deal with your parents, that'd have been awful. Yeah. And it's even worse because he hasn't met them because of all the cultural differences That's that it. they have to exactly. come across. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a great scenario and, and it's yeah. a really good film. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it so much. I want to go see it again and again and again. And I think it would become one of my favourites like 500 Days that I watch frequently. A comfort love. movie, yeah. Yeah, that like a nice one that you're going to feel really nice about but that's not... I don't know how to say this without sounding offensive, but it's not trashy. Like, it's not like... <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a high-quality film. Yeah, but it's not like a lot of those... So it's like a comfort food that's good for you as well. Yeah. It's like chicken soup. Yeah. That's a comfort food that's good for you, isn't it? Got veggies in, chicken. Yeah. But it's it's warming and wholesome. It's not like The Notebook, which would be like... How dare you? What would the notebook be like? How dare you? <laughs> okay. What's another movie that's a bit trashy that you like? Well, I was going to say something like... Anything that Kate Housen's been in. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say either Fool's Gold or like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or anything like that. Which are like... Which are great and I I love those movies. 
I just want that. <laughs> now where Kate Hudson's is listening and she's like, why do you hate me? I don't hate you. I love those movies, but yeah. you know. No, I, I, I like them too, the ones I've seen, but they fill a certain place. That... They are what they are. Yeah. And this just feels maybe a little bit cleverer than those. Good way of putting it. But I still love you, Kate Hudson, and I still love How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And I quote it constantly to Lonnie, and he has no idea what the references I'm saying are about the love fern. I've seen it once. Why don't you love me? We're going to watch it again. (laughs) Well, I'm going to give it four out of five. Just because some of the stuff I've kind of seen before, but everything else is great. I'm going to give it four and a half out of five. Yep. And I'm going to take half point off for the circling. The circling was a whole half star. That's how much I hated. Well, you heard it here first, folks. And it only happened once. So imagine if it happened more than once in a film. Yeah. You'd automatically be down to like three without even trying. (laughs) Is there any example where you can think where it's warranted to have? No. No. Not at all. What if they're dancing? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just change. But that's different because they're both like moving. Yeah, it needs to be motivated. It's not one person standing still and the other one just orbiting them like a planet or something. The only time it happens is when someone's crazy on the street and yelling at people. Exactly. It's just, it's really, it's not... Especially having an argument. I think most people like stand still or stand with their arms crossed or yeah. very rarely walking around, in my experience of seeing people argue. <laughs> but the other thing is the person who's standing still who is being orbited, Yeah. why would they just keep their back to them? Why would they not try to turn and try to talk to them and be like, what are you doing? Why are you walking around me? She was a bit of a crazy character. So maybe it fits her character. Still, half star. I'm still taking the half star off. Oh, there you go. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. It's a good podcast and been a good good movie we've seen this week. Not always good. The podcasts, all the movies. <laughs> if you like this podcast, please let somebody else know. In whatever way you'd like. If you don't like it. You've come this far already. You may as well do a bit more and tell tell your mum about it. <laughs> thank you, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> what? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.